All right. Um, we are going to do a call to order. The time is 6.32. Uh, let's start with a roll call. We can start at that end. And let me do an introduction. <laughs> this is uh, Terry Sweeney. Terry was just put on the city council. And he is going to be our liaison for the year for Park and Rec. So we're very happy to have him with us. Terry, do you want to say a few words? Just not really. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome. Okay. Okay. Kathy, you're up. Kathy Fryermuth, Park and Rec. M.M. Akban, Park and Rec. Brian Peterson, Parks and Rec. Heidi Erickson, Grahek, Park and Rec. Ashley Brooks, Park and Rec. Teresa Bender, City Clerk. Okay. All right. Um, um, so we have the items of discussion. We are not going to discuss the strategic plan. That was going to be discussed at the work meeting. We are not going to discuss the capital equipment replacement that was also going to be discussed at the work session. So um, let's look at our agendas and um, a call for changes to the agenda. Um, I'm going to um, make the, I would like to, to remove number four or table number four and have that um, covered under new, I'm sorry, under unfinished business, I'd like to table number four so that Mark can be here when we have that discussion. Can I say a few words in regards to that? You may, yes. So I had a question from committee member Seeley. And within the packet there was a reference to the master park and rec trail plan mm -hmm. and it referenced 1989 and if you remember when mark started he attempted to work with you to get that master plan and it kept being tabled and tabled and tabled and then there was action taken on December 5th of 2018 by the committee to um, inform council that they were not in support of spending $5,000 to do that master trail plan because it was felt that staff, internal staff, was doing most of the work. So they didn't want to hire a firm to complete that work. Then in January of 2019, motion was made that superseded that, that then said, yes, they do. That's backwards. Motion by committee member Seeley, seconded by committee member Amundsen to inform the city council that the Park and Rec Committee is supportive of the end <coughs> result 
of the proposal, but not in favor of the expenditure of $5,000 by the city when the city staff is doing the majority of the work. Then January 2nd, 2019, motion made by Committee Member Amundsen, seconded by Committee Member Waggy to recommend to the City Council to approve of the $5,000 expenditure from the City Budget for the Parks and Trails Park Plan Assistance Proposal. So then this motion it says this motion supersedes the motion made on December 5th, which the Park and Rec Committee was not in favor of the 5000 So this motion then turned into you were in favor of paying $5,000 for someone to complete a park and trails plan. Can I ask a clarification? Absolutely. Is that the same as the strategic plan or is that different? This is what is referred to in your documents for the comprehensive plan. Chapter 5, Parks and Trails. It says, Local Parks. The city adopted a park and pedestrian system comprehensive plan in 1989. Okay, so the strategic plan is something different than that? This is within the strategic plan and capital equipment replacement documentation in your packet. Right, okay. But so Suzanne requested, uh, don't we have something newer than 1989? Correct. So I went back in minutes and I found two motions and Mark has stated that typically your master plan is maps. your capital improvement and he said these days it would cost about 30000 when this was completed previously and this is what you accepted as your plan previously. So I should have made copies of this for all of you. It's okay. The city is in need of an updated Parks and Trails Master Plan. This is an expanded version of the chapter from the overarching 2040 Comprehensive Plan. The Master Plan memorializes the city's planned capital improvements and provides justifiable justification for the park dedication fee by relating the cost of those improvements to the number of new homes at full build-out. It says, although Mark Stotts, your staff city engineer, will be the primary author of the document, it is necessary to have peer review and assistance with some of the technical aspects of the document. The cost of producing this document by a consultant alone would be easily ten to fifteen thousand dollars. <coughs> yeah, I think maybe we should actually get copies of that. Yep, and I, I can surely do that. Hi, Suzanne. But this was addressing 
Oxyphon's question in regards to more information. Is there an updated plan? So Mark was working with the committee for like two years, and I don't believe it was ever finished. Okay. Does anybody have any questions about that? I may need to talk with you more after so I get more clarification, but I don't think we need to bog the meeting down with that. Okay. Um, can we make note that uh, committee member Suzanne Seeley has joined us? Here? <laughs> yes, that she is here. Okay, so... Um, Let's keep moving through the agenda then, if everybody is okay with that. Did you have anything more with that, Teresa? I did not. Okay. So <coughs> that puts us to uh, number four, committee business unfinished. Um, and since we have Angela here, I think we should let her number take number five first, if people are so willing to let us do that. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. So I don't have the agenda, so I'm not exactly sure which order, what order it is in, um, but some, some ideas for the Main Street Market for this year, say next year, for this year. Um, uh, an idea is to move it one week up from the previous uh, few years that we've done it, for the reason being a few reasons. Uh, one is we have to compete against Market Fest on the same night in Lake Fair Lake. There's end to last week, last Thursday of July. So if we push ours to be three weeks in August rather than two weeks, there would be more opportunity to get vendors from Market Fest to attend the Main Street Market uh, in Centerville. Uh, we also do require a minimum of two um, shows, so that would also give them some more wiggle room rather than having to attend the exact last two weeks or first week in August. That could give them some leeway to attend two of those three weeks. Uh, I did reach out to the Bald Eagle, Eagle Water Ski Show to see when they ended because it would be great if we completed all at the same time. Sometimes it's a little awkward when we say we're done, but wait, remember to keep going there. Like, you know, <coughs> the message is a little tough. Uh, they did not yet have a date of when their final show will be. So um, I believe last year it was the third week in August, but it doesn't sound like that's ever like a set you know, period. It, it could, could vary. So, uh, and then another reason for moving it uh, a week up um, later in the year is oftentimes school sports or various sports will end around the first or second week in August, so that could bring more opportunity to have children uh, attend on Thursday evening. Okay. Teresa, I think you and I had discussed it last year, that idea. Any, anything you'd like to add? Before the committee members is a city calendar, and we have taken that under advisement of moving that back, so that is our dates. So I had a couple questions. Can I ask a question or two? Um, I'm wondering, because we, we started in July 11th or so last year. That seems like a good night, and it went well. I'm wondering... Um, to add the 11th and keep the 22nd and see which one is um, best the following year and then we could reduce it the following year. Is that something we might want to look at? Because I, I have a concerns about August 22nd being so close to school and families taking their last weeks of vacations and not being around at that mm -hmm. time. Um, 
anybody else have any thoughts on that? I think it's a horse piece on vacations. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um. But you know more about it because you've run it, you've talked to people, and you've done those things. So that was just a suggestion mm -hmm. I had. So, but I would certainly go with your recommendation. Yeah. Too. I mean, it is nice to have a week before set to kind of work out any kinks, you know, versus starting it the week of set. Um, I think it's not terribly appealing to run it another week longer, <laughs> just from the perspective of actually running it. Um, so we, we could do it, but I think it would also be something like Teresa and I, and Heidi, you've also been pretty involved with, mm -hmm. with it, um, would we want to add a seventh week? Uh, I think we find that oftentimes having themes can help just give a reason to get the message out, like, hey, this week we're doing this, this week, you know, like it, it helps with that. And um, doing a theme each time is great, but it also involves extra work, you know, getting different types of vendors or different mm -hmm. different things in there. So I, I like the idea of comparing it, but at the same time, it could be a matter of weather is bad one day, you know, and then that, like, throws everything off. Like, we still don't know because it happened to be 100 degrees that day or it was a thunderstorm or, you know, it's, it's really hard to get into. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, did you have that? Or, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if we, if we can involve the... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. absolutely. The only thought that I like to compare, uh -huh. I consistently cut the women could be back from us in the also had in here um, a change in the vendor amount. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and the rationale behind that? Yeah, that was something Teresa and I had discussed last year, uh, that I think the amount of, I think it was $20 per show seemed to be a good amount. It's not something that's going to deter most people, but it's also, you know, most people find that to be a, a, a fair amount. Uh, the concern is some people saw that as not enough to actually show up. You know, if they didn't show up, it wasn't enough of a actual, like, to get them there. If they, if they, were, if they didn't show, they were 20 bucks and that was that. So the idea was to charge 50, but then if they no-show, you keep the 50, which is more of a sting than 20. So hopefully it could get more people to actually show more often. I'm not sure, Teresa, do we have a list of no-shows or how often it happened. Like, there were people that didn't show for, for legit reasons, you know, a family emergency or something, but then there were some vendors that, you know, show up on set and then they didn't care about the rest of the time because they made their money and, and that, was, that was it. Um, and I know we probably didn't have a, a list of that. And I don't know if it was enough of an issue to increase the amount or if it was, like, I, I don't know if it would deter people. The 50 and then get the 30 back, but it would involve more work to do that. Yeah. 
I would not recommend that because of the additional book work. Okay. I would not have an issue with increasing the fee from $20. I think that if you have a food truck that it takes about $1,000 to get them on the road and rolling and they kind of want to make that type of money back in return. And if there's someplace else, so if early up front in the year, they register for $25.50 and a bigger event comes and there's a space, they're going to take that mm -hmm. event anyway, even if you were to charge them the $50. Mm -hmm. So what was your recommendation? I kind of lost. You didn't have one? I, I would prefer not to do $50 up front and refund each one. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a lot of work for somebody to do. So I understand that. Um, you know, I, I don't want to lose our really small independent um, crafters that come because they we have some pretty loyal ones that have come every year um, I don't I think we could raise the fee um, we could also look at raising you know like um, just a suggestion and I don't know how complicated that would get but if we have food trucks or food vendors versus crafters we could we could maybe look at um, like a scaled fee. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but, um, you know, because it's the food vendors that we typically had issue with. Mm -hmm. They do have the most overhead, you know, so yeah. it does yeah. make sense that they need to, to make the most, uh, you know, whereas if somebody crochets something, like, it's good for the next week, you know, so. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know if increasing it would, suggested a sign mm -hmm. so that could be um, a, a way of getting some revenue mm -hmm. to increase that fee also we have had kind of issues with the prizes for the theme nights yeah. and so that might be something to look at also mm -hmm. I guess I've never really asked do we have 
have a budget for any of that? Is there any amount from the previous year that we, we made, or is it mostly breaking even each year? Mostly breaking even. I guess I'd like to sort of point out that it is not uh, Park Board's goal to make more money right. yeah. on breaking even. It's mm -hmm. actually really good for our community. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought that you know, initial I don't think that would discourage any legislation mm -hmm. because it's community. And I'd, I'd like to see us breaking even if you need distribution of attendees is it nearby cities do we have visitors or people coming from nearby cities or is it mostly Centerville yeah I mean what I have to base it off of is, is Facebook um, like it'll give me the demographics part of me wonders if it's just those are the people that it attract you know like it's almost self-serving it's like mostly like women between the ages of 25 and 45 but it's also that's just the demographic of Facebook you sure. know like yeah. So it, it's kind of hard to know. Um, we certainly get people from outside. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you have, do you have, have you observed that, Teresa? If we're speaking of vendors, mm -hmm. they're definitely outside of the community. I mean, there are several that are within the community, but most of the time they're outside of the community. If you're talking participants, I would say it's probably more outside of the community than inside the community. Because the Bald Eagle Water Ski Show pulls people from Correct. the White Bear area, and then we now have a lot of, the last few times I was there, we were pulling people from Lino, because um, I was talking to people and asked them 
how they'd heard about it. And so, um, you know, and then we've been doing a lot of talking at Music in the Park and Main Street Market, and they're learning about our other things. So people have been coming. Um, I'm going to go back to the money issue for just a second. How much would a sign be? Do we have any idea? I'm taking a guess, just saying $200. If we raise the entry thing from 20 to $25, um, the way I calculated it, right now our entry fees for 20 vendors for six to, for six um, events is $2,400. Um, if we did 20 vendors at $25 a piece, that would be 3000 That would be more than enough to pay for signs and probably some raffle things. So I think that would be an okay increase. It's nominal, it's not that high. Um, and that would give us the opportunity to have some nice um, prizes. So just... I think 20 is pretty yeah. conservative usually. And I think with inflation, everybody's used to everything increasing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, does it, it doesn't address your concern about, you know, enticing people to show up mm -hmm. or to address the no-show issue. Right. I don't know, if it's been a while, of how often that happened. Okay. You know, like, out of the 20 vendors, was it two? You know, it was, it was snow cones, it was mini donuts. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the, and again, there's been more than that, but there's also, like, they show up again the next week because something happened with family or something mm -hmm. popped up. Like, that's not the concern. It's mm -hmm. the, I'm here for FET. I don't care if I pay for the whole thing. I'm just not going to show again because I got my money's worth. So I don't know if it's an actual issue to address. It, it, maybe it's just part of running a market that people are going to no-show occasionally. Um, perhaps we could look into it a bit more, Teresa, or next year kind of measure it more. And if it's like legitimately an issue, then then maybe we do you know, look into how to prevent that. I can tell you that VET is the biggest draw. VET is the biggest mm -hmm. draw. You know, we have track record of 900 people walking through the market. So most vendors will choose that. And then, you know, ladies' night or... I think kids' night is second biggest. Yep. So I think by requiring two of the market dates, that helps secure that. Mm -hmm.
this last year just because we don't we don't sell enough when we're there okay. because if you know market fast and usually when the ski show is going that everybody's already eaten by the time the ski show gets started selling some beverages and stuff down there is you know and ice cream or mm -hmm. freezies or whatever is probably about the only thing that really would go over and yeah. that and the traffic it, I mean it logistically was difficult even when we had we put the trailer there people still don't slow down and they don't pay attention and I, I wouldn't call it traffic issues but when there's that little boat and then there's the one that comes past the church and then it'd be cold for half. But we, we so had the after Market Fest had started when the last time I think last year we just did some ice cream and stuff on there. I wasn't there that day, but um, the prior years we weren't selling much of anything for food because everybody was coming down from Market Fest. They they walked down from Market Fest and walked to walk the, the ski show, and then they're because they're parked up there. So then they're going to walk back and they're going back through Market Fest when the ski show's over, if Market Fest is still going. No, we it Market Fest ends before the ski show ends. So we end kind of, there's a half an hour overlap from when we end to when when they start and we end. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. Um, and they have been allowed to bring their own vendor that has been allowed now. Which all legal water ski show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just not while the market, Main Street Market, Main Street market is going on. So Angela, any other things that you wanted to make sure we knew? Okay. No, those were the, the three main ones, just to kind of get the, the application set up, you know, so then we can start getting vendors signed up for this year. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you for everything you do. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's getting easier every year. <laughs> the first year was rough. <laughs> the application is ready. Yeah, blazing the trail. The application is ready, so I'll send you a link. Okay, great. Well, yeah, we just want to figure out the dates for it, so if that, that would be yeah. the main one. Your suggestion? Yeah, and if you want to just go with your suggested dates, I think that's, that's okay. perfectly fine. We can try it this year. Like I said, it can be tough to measure sometimes because there's variables. Yeah, and if we just keep an eye on that August 22nd date mm -hmm. and just really try and look at those numbers, we have the data from the previous years on the July 11th date. Right. So we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be able to okay. compare that way. So it'll be fine. Okay. So we'll keep the, we'll, we'll increase the amount to $25, change the date to a third week in August, and this, uh, yeah, and then the sign would happen the following year if we raise the funds for for it is that where else could the could the funds is there a possibility that the funds for the sign could um, come out of that that fund that we have the general operating fund if you would like to pur purchase that sign this year and then we reimburse after we raise the money well, we could okay. allocate the money right. to go into that fund, sure. so it would be paid back. Um, do we want to? Do I, we want to think about that and vote on that at the next meeting, or do we feel comfortable having I, that discussion now? I would like to speak with uh, the.
public works director to see exactly where it should be located outside of the road right away on that parcel. Is it going to be big enough? Recommendation for size versus readability. And then maybe get a price once we have all that. That's great. Can we bring that back to the next meeting, please? Clarification. Potentially, depending on how it's worked. I mean, if we get a sign for that, if we get it big enough and then we have canvas-like signs that we could put over it, I mean, the sign's, sign's primary use would be for the market. But, you know, if we wanted to use it at other times and we wanted to, if it was, depending how big it was, we could certainly get a canvas cover for, like, movie in the park or for, you know, music in the park. I, I don't see... I don't see that being a problem because that music in the park is kind of ongoing at the same time, so we probably wouldn't want to use it. We'd have to we'd have to really think about that. Well, and I would say that's even more reason to invest now. Good signage for the market, but try to think of it multifunctional. I think we should be able to promote that. Yeah. So now that, and not more than that. Yeah. Yeah, so let's bring that back at the, to the next meeting, okay? And also, I know that that uh, sign, you know, that long sign goes there, so just so that they can work together, uh, so that it doesn't block where that one goes as well. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, and you can you. stay if you want, or you can head home. Yeah, I was talking about a book club, and apparently everybody in my book club is sick. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, then we're going to back up to committee business unfinished number one, skate night. So there has been a recommendation from the public works director to either cancel or purpose postpone it for a week. What does the weather man say? I'm not sure what the weather man says it's getting colder. It's getting cold. I know they need some time to make that ice. Okay. Uh, yeah, a week and a half is not historically enough time for them to get a sheet of ice. So we would then be looking at January twentieth. Is that our is that our alternate date that we picked? Does anybody know? I don't know if we picked an alternate date. I think Historically, I think we've just canceled and relied on the second one. Well, our next concern is the availability of Wargo. I have not contacted them. For the 20th? For, 20th. yes. Um, does Paul think he could have ice going by the 20th? He recommended postponing it by a week. Okay, so that's a week. And then, when's our February skate night? You have a calendar in front of you, Chair. <laughs> Thank you.
That is one, three weeks, three weeks away. Yeah, three weeks difference. Three okay. weeks between the two. I think that's okay. Are you available? Uh, looks like I am. Let me double check. Okay. Are other members available on those, either both or one of those dates? I'm available on both. Woo! Wait, not, wait, the 20th? 20th? Yes, then yes. <laughs> yes. It appears I'm available. Okay. And what happens if Wargo is not? Do you still want yeah, to do the skate sled? Yeah, we can still do the skate sled, couldn't we? Well, it looks like we have cold, but I'm not sure that we're going to have... I don't see much forecast for snow. So getting two of those might be a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. So it might just be skate. So we don't have a forecast coming in for more snow? <coughs> no. Like it's just they're, they're talking cold. Uh, mine goes through Friday the 12th and... The 8th and the 9th are going to be the warmest two days next week. Yeah, the, hmm. the weekend, looks like today through tomorrow is cold. The weekend warms up a little bit, hovers around freezing, above below freezing. Yeah. We're supposed to get a couple inches on Saturday night into Sunday, so potentially. Yeah. That. And that's the only snow in the forecast. So that would even take out then the sledding. Mm -hmm. That would just leave us with skate. I don't. And a bonfire. And a bonfire. So, Brian and Suzanne, you have more history with that. What are your thoughts? Is it better to cancel? Would it make more sense to cancel because it will not be well attended? Um, on the, you know, even if we push it to the twentieth and just focus on the February one, what are your thoughts? I would support it. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I, it's not something I'm gonna fight for, but I'm I'm, I'm willing to support it, and I would be there. I I think we need to think through. I I think if we promise on the date, then we have to, you know, due to conditions, close the town. I I mean, worry they won't put in the It is a risk, and I, I do agree with that risk in general. Um, at the same time, one of the things I found is that families do not commit to things in under a week's worth of time if they don't need to, and this is the one they don't need to. So they might have awareness of it, but I don't think families are committed to going to an event like this. I think they'll come if they can, and if they're aware of it. Let me phrase it just a little differently. How are we going to let the community know the dates? They're thinking the 13th, it won't happen the 13th. Will anyone catch that it's the 20th? I'm, I'm well, just concerned for 
unless we figure out a way to push that info, we're not going to get too much. I think we live in Minnesota. I think we've had plenty of <coughs> snow dates and rain dates and all kinds of things, and I think people who live here are pretty fairly used to that. I think we could put it on the board out front. I think we could put it, can we, is there a, is there a thing going out, like, is there a newsletter going out from City Hall between now and then? I think we can do it there. I think, I think we can get the word out. I don't think that's an issue. I, I think, I think I'd love to see us do the event if we can. I think what you're bringing up is a, is a good point in a broader statement and how are we advertising it in general, whether it's the 13th or the 20th, how are we advertising it in general, and we've always struggled with that as a, as a committee to do it, and um, some things, and Teresa just does some things and gets some things done, but um, I think sometimes this group, including myself, lets some details fall through the crack and how to brainstorm and better promote the, the, um, the events, and one of the things that we've done in the past is a sign in the street, um, and we've got the A-frames, we just need to, if we could just put a poster in there. Okay. Um, it can be reusable. I think that's something that we, no matter what date um, we do or don't do, I think that's a good opportunity for us to take one of our existing A-frames and put a core flask sign in it that says Skate Night, this Saturday, this Friday, this weekend. Because um, we do deviate Friday to Saturday, so that's a detail we need to figure out. But um, I think that's good. Other thoughts with that? Is mostly the signage what you were thinking? We have the kiosk. We have the reader board out front. We have website. We have social media, which is Twitter and Facebook. We can utilize music in the park. Yep. We can utilize Angela. So all of our different Facebook pages is what you're referring to. Correct. And we can do the A-frames. And we can put something up in at the warming house. So yeah, anybody <laughs> Well, but you know what I mean. Yes, they it do. It can yeah, be out the door, it can be Um, that leads me to another thought and I thought about this. We have a kiosk at Cornerstone Park, right? Do we have it anywhere else? There's a outside display area at the park, I believe. At Lori Lamont? Yes. Do we use it? Yes. So we could put signage up there. Yes. Do we do any of I don't believe so. Well, it might be nice to get one there, but um, that's discussion for a later time. I just thought it'd be nice if we had something at Lori Lamont Park, so I need to go find it and see where it is and before I say anything else about it. I think that there is one suggestion for your CIP. Okay. is new park signs and how can they be, you know, more visible, more interactive, more... So I think that is going to be a question or an item that you will discuss at your next work session. Okay. Teresa, I'd like to reiterate your point that we need to talk with Oracle. They're okay with being flexible, but whether they have the opening well, a lot of that would depend on if we have any snow. 
because if we don't have snow, there's really nothing that we can use for Morgo, isn't that? Except the fat bikes, but I forget which weekend the fat bikes were going to be. Was it the first or the second well, weekend? My point is, um, God Okay, and so checking in on Wargo then, is that something that you do, Teresa? I can. She is the one that made the first contact, but I am the one that took care of signing the contract, so. Okay. 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 Okay, so is that enough discussion about skate night? Um, with the exception, does anyone know what day, what weekend, they were going to bring the fat bikes, was it the first or the second? I would love to be able to tell okay. you, but um, I'm having some technology issues mm -hmm. this evening. <laughs> it's not a big difference, it doesn't, doesn't make a difference, I'm just curious, so. I can, I can email you. That'd, that'd be just can, can you email Heidi too with that? Awesome. Okay, so wrapping up skate night, we're going to move on to Troop 136. Use of Lamont Memorial Park. They withdrew their application. We did, are going to keep going then. Um, did she withdraw it or did she change it? She withdrew it. Okay. okay. Uh, name a snowplow contest. So with the Name a Snowplow contest, we, we had a wonderful flyer. We had everything going on. I went out and took them to all the local businesses. They were supportive. Um, we got five entries, so we didn't get very many entries, but part of the issue was there was a problem with the QR code on the flyer. Correct? There was also a problem with the flyer being updated for the extension. So then we had talked... Then we talked about doing an extension for a couple weeks to get uh, the proper QR code on there and get some more submissions because we've only had five submissions. So right now what we need to decide is how we would like to proceed with this. Because we only have the five submissions, do we want to look at those submissions and pick a name and, and do a winner? Or do we want to update the flyer and do another round of name selection? There's not a lot of winter yet, so it hasn't, you know, the snowplows really haven't rolled a lot. Um, so I, we could go either way with that. So I would like to see what other members think. I think that if we can hold off until the 20th, I think that some in-person interaction and opportunity to submit things there might, fruit, might be more fruitful than online. Well, I think we could do both. 
We could okay. put the flyers up again, put the QR codes out again. We could pick a we could pick a time frame. So we're in and then you're talking about also at skate night asking people to do that so we could have pieces we could actually have paper forms there that people can submit. So today's date is the third. So if we can work to get a new flyer going, yeah. that would be great. And we could maybe then um, go for like three or four more weeks. So we could look at the 24th of January or the 31st of January to finish this up. That would give us the option of picking a winner on February at the February 7th meeting. What do people think about that? Sounds good. I was yeah. just thinking if we want to combine that advertisement with um, the skate night to include the fact that people will have the opportunity to name a snow plow if they come out to skate night. They will have an opportunity to submit. To submit. To submit. Um, to um, apply or Well, if I'm going to go put flyers out for the snow plow, I would happily ask them to skate night. I would yeah. happily ask them to put up a flyer for skate night as well. So I'm happy to do that okay. if I'm going out to do that. Um, so I think if we can get that going, I think that would be good. So what would be the deadline? To get the flyer done? January 31 would be the deadline for 31. entries. January 31. Okay. 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 Sound good, everybody? Okay, and we did table the Hidden Spring Rain Garden maintenance issue until our next meeting because Mark wanted to join us for that. We've covered the Main Street Market, so we're through that piece. We are cruising. Okay, um, we are up to, we don't have any committee business new. There's nothing listed on the agenda. So we are up to the approval of minutes. So let's look at our August 2nd minutes, please. I have two, do you want that one? Okay. August 12th. Yeah, it's a long time ago, wasn't it? So Linda has said that she would get me the mm -hmm. 
October and November minutes within a few days. However, I haven't received them to date. We, the city, have asked her to be um, more on top of finish these, finishing these on a timely manner. It just promotes the city as being transparent. So you have two sets in front of you. Um, I do not have any concerns with the August meeting, minute meeting, the, the minutes. Does anybody else have any concerns? Okay. I would like to make a motion to approve the minutes for the August 2nd, 2023 meeting of Parks and Rec. Can I get a second? I'll second. Those in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Now we are going to look <coughs> at the September 6th meeting minutes. Does anyone have any concerns with those minutes? Okay. Would someone like to make a motion to accept those minutes? I'll make the motion to accept the minute for September. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Um, we are now on to uh, updates. So let's hear some staff updates. So you may or may not be aware that six to eight trees were removed from Eagle Park due to public safety and them dying or being dead. So just wanted to give you an update on that. I'm not sure exactly what kind of trees they were, but that would be my assumption. There was one that had fallen and it was resting on the tennis uh, court fence. Oh. So they were in pretty rough shape. So Paul just went in and I mentioned it to him and he's like, Heidi, it's already gone. And I'm like, okay, Paul. <laughs> Good job, Paul. <laughs> yeah. So I think they were all of that kind of along okay. that lines. Thank you. And then, Heidi, did you want to report on the park bench? Um, we got the park bench that we, um, that we did for, um, we had a request for. That's, and now we have a new park bench at Eagle Park. The gentleman that you see me seated with on the benches is the gentleman who requested um, the bench, and he was very happy. Uh, with the bench and with um, having um, having a bench there for uh, people to use, and he liked the placement of it, I believe. 
for walkers to be able to take a break from their walking. Um, he, he is older and that helps him to be able to get out to rest um, on his walk. So he was, he was thrilled with that. So you ordered snow just for the pictures? Uh, I got a call and said, can you reach out to this gentleman? We'd like a photo op. And I did. And everybody forgot. <laughs> and I was at the park and I was calling people, so it was fun. Um, the other thing that I would like to take a minute to talk about is um, our volunteer appreciation. There were some concerns with um, doing gift cards. Uh, so what the decision was made to do mugs. So if you want to pass them down and people can check those out. Do we have one of the thank you cards we made so people can see that as well? Okay. We, um, those are kind of nice and because it's winter we thought that would be good. So uh, what's going to happen is we're going to get uh, a package of hot cocoa and put it in there and a little bit of candy and we have a really cute thank you card that's going to go out and um, anybody that wants to help put those bags together, that help is welcomed. And then we are going to um, have the city, the city council people and whatnot, they'll pick theirs up here. I will get the, the troop, uh, the scout troop ones to somebody I know that, you know, does a lot of work with the scouts. And then um, the other piece is that we are including um, the Lions this year, so we will ask them to come pick up their mugs here at the City Hall. Um, and if any, the question, um, I think there seems to have been some conflict about how that all got started, and, um, and really we just want to thank everybody for any work that they've done with the city, and so that decision was just kind of, let's just do that. So that's kind of where that is. So if you want to help bag those up, I just have to figure out the bags and where to order the cocoa and the candy, and then I'll get that set up with and um, signing cards because we want that personal touch on there. So, but you send her a date then? Huh? Will you set up a date and send? I will set cards? up a date. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely, that would be wonderful, you guys. Okay, okay. That would be great. Sharon, could you thank the two individuals that help offset the cost of the installation of the bench? Uh, the committee very much appreciates the <coughs> donations from Don Quintance and Bill and Pam Caphand, uh, um, which helped to bring the bench um, to life. So those were our private citizens that help us reach that donation total that we needed. So we really appreciate their contribution for our bench. So, and I'm really sorry if I didn't get your name right. <laughs> All right. Um, now we have the council liaison update. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're expecting me to say something. <laughs> Do you have an update for us or not yet? It's um, okay if not, you don't. Not yet. I've, I've been to um, two council meetings so far. Okay. And um, um, we had the one work session that we talked about the new 
potential new building coming in over by the school. Um, what's the name of the property? Lalonde. Lalonde property. The big, the big white house on the hill. Oh, yeah. They want to develop the property there, the, the current owners, and um, there's a real very nice proposal um, for developing that property, and I think it's a proper place to put it. Just what would my they personal put there? Opinion. They're looking at a 110-unit high-end apartment building that will be just about every unit, or the majority of the units will have lake view. It'll be built up on the top of the hill in kind of a U-shape. There'll be underground parking and the um, large sp green space and there, I guess the last time we talked about it, they said there's probably going to have to be a large pond at the bottom, um, a holding pond of some sort. So there will be a really nice um, green space there. Big property. Is it that big? It is that big. Okay. And then um, the Doesn't street. Look that, like if you look at it. <clears throat> yeah, if you take a look at it, it it's it's quite large. And then um, they and will. The street that was vacated is going to be um, put back, potentially put back in. The street exceeds three acres, correct? It's two point. Yeah, it's not. It's not quite three acres. Vacated. If if you go go walk down by where the water ski show is. Mm -hmm. Turn around and look at the property. Yeah, you can I've, see I've there's you can see where there yeah. used to be a street there. They're oh, going to put that street back in, and if they if they do this, and then potentially on the corner there will be um, uh, I don't know if it's been rezoned commercial or not yet, but there might eventually be when those houses come up for sale um, that'll be acquired and become another commercial property. Maybe so, part of the same developer. Could be the same developer. They they want to put in like a, a, a restaurant store or something, and they they have a really really nice plan for the area, and it's that's the perfect place to put it. So this is the White House, and that's the. Well, there's two. I don't Pardon me. One of the houses doesn't have like a big screen. The red one. Yeah. No, 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 so no. That's no. the screen that, this might be the thing. House. The red, the red, the red near one. Near the church. There's two, there's two houses. We're talking when you, about. When you come around the corner. You know, there's the a trail that side, goes along the school. There's two houses right there. And the then big there's, white house. You can see behind those two where the vacated that street that was. That. And then the it white house was is kind of vacated in the west. All the rest of that property. Towards, I'm not uh, sure the that they're going to allow a the roadway west, in there. All the way down to, <laughs> but the um, property maybe okay. it's a very very steep slope. Uh, yeah. So there's going to have to there's going to have to be some quite a bit of, of, of soil correction. But it's not the one right on the corner though. It's the no. one. Okay, and is it like there's the lake line one? Can you? Can, yeah, thank you. It's in here. This one. Yeah. Is this you, right here's right here's the corner? Yeah. Here's the red house. Yeah. Here's the other house. This is the vacated street right here. Oh. In Westview. Okay. So what they're going to do is see Westview goes back here, so you can get in here. They're just going to continue this back down. Okay. And then the entrance will be. This will be like a right turn only. Oh. So you'll have to come in, and then the apartment building will go right up. Is that there's looks like there's two lots oh. here. Is it both lots? This is the whole the whole thing here. It'll it'll it's kind of a U shaped 
Oh, and so the majority will face this way. And down, like in this corner, will be they're looking at putting a yeah. um, pond. But this will all be like a green space. Yeah. And the access to the garage will be right here. It'll be all underground parking. Oh, that's okay. They're looking at uh, absorbing this other property here. Not not right away. Not right away, but I, I, I know why you're smiling. <laughs> that's that's part of the of the potential development. That the corner there. Right across Westview yep. is would be perfect for a, a real nice restaurant retail type, especially if you combine it with the actual corner lot there on Centerville Road and, and Main Street. Mm -hmm. The old um, it would be part of that. That would be part of it. Okay. Yeah, because it would be everything from Westview to 14, and from um, Centerville Road, you know that whole corner. Okay. Well, they've done you. they've done several developments just to let everybody know they've done several developments like this in other smaller communities like Delano is the one that they use as an example. They Delano wanted um, a development like this. They put it up, and they were going to do a similar one or another one in Delano five or six years later. The current one filled up almost immediately. They're two years ahead. They instead of five years now, it's only been three, and they're already building the other one because there was such a demand for this type of a place. It's not a it's not a low income place. It's a high end, top of the line appliances. Everything. This is going to be for people who what they tend to get the their sales pitch on it is they get a lot of people who. Are long-term residents in the area mm -hmm. they no longer want to mow their lawn they no longer want to shovel and they really don't want to leave or they want to have a summer place here this becomes their summer place and so you keep a lot of people in the community and you bring in some younger people that aren't quite ready to buy a house but may eventually locate here are there any low-income units in that no is there this is all high-end the social worker in me is a little. Hmm. Well, it's 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 you have some areas in here where you have some low to medium priced townhomes and stuff like that, and I know there was a there had been talk before I got into council about some other apartment buildings, but this is not the place for a. I mean, you've got the school right there. You've yeah, got the downtown. Yeah. You've got the lake. It's yeah. It's going to be something that's going to be more of a high end. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It's it's not Freericks. It's um, Eberts. Eberts. Yep, Eberts Construction. This is this is kind of their niche. So they don't they don't have a lot of competition and something like this. This is what they they kind of do. Yeah, it's not going to be, I mean, there's going to be um, a variation of facades on the building, so it really looks nice. It'll be, you know, brick and steel and siding and all kinds of stuff. It won't be just a big brick building. Or a, it's know. not going to be, is it going to be modern or what's the style? Yeah, it's going to be, well, it's, it's, It'll be styled to fit the area, is what they do. 
And there's, a, there's a downtown master plan yes. that some of the outside architectural needs to fit into the downtown master plan and looking a little bit French Quarter. Right. Oh, oh. Yeah, there's, there's, they talked about the, the main corner of the building is going to be going to rounded and, and real, it, it, it real, it's going to stand out. It's going to be the, the architectural feature of the building will be right when you come in Centerville Road to come to the building, that first the front corner will be like a... Okay. And I, I can't think of the word that they used, but they said it'll... it'll a grand catch your entrance. Eye. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I wouldn't say grand entrance, but it'll be something that'll that'll fit what the plan is for the the city. The downtown now. master plan. Yeah. yeah. How, how many stories are they thinking? Three. Three. Yeah. Which, with the, with underground parking. Which follows city code. It right. Does not require a special variance or conditional use or anything. Three story is. It fits requirements. Right. Is it, it going to be like park-like, you know, like keep some of the trees back in there, or they get rid of everything? I, there's going to have to be a lot of soil corrections to put in a, a building there because that, if you look at that lot, you have the house, and then it just drops. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of, probably you're going to have to move a lot of dirt, but the front will be um, green space. It, it, the majority of the building is, is up top of the hill mm. by the school and all you know there'll be a little bit of parking down below the majority of the parking will be underneath mm-hmm. so that whole area down on the lake side will be a real attractive green space you know walkways like well I guess like I said I think they were told they have to put in some sort of retainage pond there so mm-hmm. there'll be a big pond that will also be part are of they going to put a walkway on that side of the road like a not uh, maybe a path. It's on the it right side of the road. On um, the north the side of the road. Opposite of the lake. It wouldn't match up with anything. It's it, it, it nothing has been finalized yet. This is this is all still in 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 the works. Yes. Concept. The works. concept. Yes, the concept phases in and it's the the city council um, signed like a letter of intent. To proceed okay. to do it, so it's now they'll be working on architectural plans and some other things to try and get this to go. City Council also did consider TIF mm-hmm. tax increment financing, which is a tool that's utilized to assist the developer in fundage for constructing something, and it. How do you want to explain it? It defers taxes. What the the way it works is, right now the city is say the the city is collecting a thousand dollars off of that property in tax. I don't know if that's correct. I'm just using a thousand dollars as a as a number. While the developer is building it, and for a specific number of years after this is built, the city will still continue to collect that thousand dollars off of that property. And the, the TIF district will be for <coughs> a potential of 10 years. So for the next 10 years, the city will c- still continue to collect the taxes it was collecting off of the property. After that is done, whatever the current 
assessed value of that property is and the tax value of that property is, then the city will start to receive that um, influx into our coffers. And what that does is that allows, especially on a property like this, um, it's not profitable for the developer to go in there and to do all of those soil corrections and all of that stuff and build this building. They won't make any money. But with the TIF, what that does is it helps to offset um, some of these extra costs. And in theory, the city is now, isn't out any taxes. Correct. They just aren't getting in additional taxes until the expiration of that. Of the TIF. And, what it, and, and it, what it does is it brings in a development. And a lot of times it'll bring in development that you may not see for 10 or 20 years down the road. It brings that development in now and it guarantees 10 years down the road that the city will get some additional tax revenues. It's a good tool if it's used in the correct way. Yeah, and we like it at Park and Rec. <laughs> I was just going to say, so that will be one of the discussion items or one of the items that Mark will also touch on as a proposed development um, coming forward, what he sees potentially coming forward and maybe some of the goals of council or not goals of council reaching that population 5,000 and how that will affect park dedication fees also. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right. If there isn't anything else, I think that might be time to adjourn this meeting. Mm -hmm. everybody. <laughs> I would love to make that motion to adjourn. Can we get a second? Second that motion to adjourn. Okay. It is 7.45, and we are adjourning this meeting. Mm -hmm.